0: Hello and welcome back to The Regular Girl Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith and this is the companion to The Regular Girl book, 365 Devotions to Remember the Truth of the Gospel. Today's entry is titled Promises. Until the time his prediction came true, the word of the Lord tested him. Psalm 105, verse 19. In the eyes of my children, I make promises to them all the time. The number of times I've said, maybe later, or we'll see, is high. I don't intend to make promises, but in their eyes, any answer that isn't a no is a yes, and I may as well have shaken hands on it and signed a contract in blood. I think it's because my children look to me as the one they can trust with their happiness. It's interesting, though, because my primary goal as their mom is to keep them safe and raise them to love the Lord. I provide food for them to eat and discipline for when they make mistakes and they need to learn. Nowhere in my goals as a mom is make them happy. Although I do love to see them happy, it's just not my number one priority. I've never said that to them, and yet you'd think I was a colossal failure as a mom when I can't make good on one of the things they unfairly assigned to me as a promise. And of course, when this happens, there are some definite feelings they have toward me. I believe we do the same thing with God. Nowhere in scripture does he promise he'll make us happy. It for sure doesn't say anything about our wildest dreams coming true. It says a whole lot about his glory, his kingdom, picking up crosses, denying ourselves, and being transformed in the people he intended us to be. When we step into faith, we sign up for boot camp. We give our full approval for him to work in our lives in a way to accomplish his many goals, not our own. As we become more like his people, our ideas and dreams move out so his can move in. And yet, when God doesn't fulfill a promise we assume he made with us, we have feelings toward him. Did he really promise you the thing your heart broken over? Or did you unfairly assign him a promise out of alignment with his intentions as our father? Everything that is happening is happening to refine and test you for your faith in his true promises and ultimately your faith in him. I have looked at the world that exists today and want more of what the kingdom of God is than the kingdom of earth man has created. And trust me, you want to be the person he is transforming you to be. You want his will, not yours. You want his glory, not yours. So I want to go a little bit deeper. Um, I don't know if you guys love it when I do this or not, if you just like the short, um, short little clips where I'm just reading, but I do want to just make sure that I am crystal clear on something. Um, I I do think that God does want us to be happy, um, but I think that that happiness is a fruit of all like us being in his will. I think that when we're in pure alignment with him, um, we're looking to him, we are more concerned about doing his will than what we want to do, that I think that joy, which I think is better than happiness, honestly, I think joy is a like happiness times 10. Um, I think that that's a natural byproduct of that. I think that happiness is a symptom of us sitting in, alignment with him so I think that it's a symptom I don't think it's one of God's goals I think that it's an overflow of all that he wants for us and so when I say you know as as God I don't I don't think that one of his goals is to make us happy it, it really does not say that anywhere in scripture I think it talks a lot about the fruits of the spirit I also think that you know there's scripture that talks about he will give you the desires of your heart and you know I I think that something interesting happens that when we really start to pursue him, I do think that we, we are always going to have things that we really want to accomplish in our lives. For me, I always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to write a book. I, You know, I wanted, I, I had words in my heart I wanted to say, but it was not to become, you know, and if I'm honest, yeah, being a New York Times bestselling author is probably in there. But it's interesting that when, I really started to pursue a relationship with God, that desire shifted more so in that I want the words that I speak to glorify him. I want those words to point others to Jesus so that they can find all of the things that I have found with him and so that they will have eternal salvation, most importantly. But the goal of being a New York Times bestselling author, the goal of writing books is in alignment with that. Like those things are a symptom of the main goal to to do that thing because the things I want to write about would point others to him. I hope that's my goal anyway, but that was never the majority of the goal. That wasn't the focus of the goal until I really got into relationship with Jesus. Because now I think, you know, God just shifted the desires in my heart that those desires are still mine, but the 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 core of those, those desires rest in pointing others to him so that everything is an outflow of that primary goal. I really desperately want people to know him. I really want people to abandon all of the things that maybe they were taught that are not necessarily true and are not things that he ever said. You know, I want I want people to deconstruct their faith to really know him, not some version of him that was told to them by man, because I think man can get it wrong. Um, I really want people to go to scripture and read it for themselves. It's, you know, you can read about history in all the books, but until you go and visit the places, you know, I've never been to Normandy. I have been to France, but I've never been to Normandy. I have heard from people that when they walked on the beaches of Normandy and were there, in the same place that American soldiers fought and died, that it is a sobering experience. And so the facts listed in some book somewhere become this living color of our history. It becomes real. And I think that that's what happens when we read the Bible and we go to the source and we read context and we begin to pray and really seek out God to change us from the inside out, I think that that's what happens. He becomes real to us. His love being some academic concept of how much he loves us becomes like we become fully enmeshed in that, that we really feel that. And that is something that, man, that'll, it'll flip your world upside down in the best way possible. Um. So what promises, this is the question I have for you, what promises do you feel like God has made to you that you don't think that he came through on? And is it possible that you have unfairly assigned a promise to yourself that you, that you feel God owes you that he never promised you to begin with? It was all just an assumption. Like my children hearing the word maybe and hearing, oh, we're definitely going to do that. Think about it. And if you'd love to talk through that and process that a little bit more, I'd love to do that with you. Um, You can always find me on Facebook. Um, You can reach out to me. I think you can actually put comments on any of these episodes. I'd love to continue this conversation. Um, Yeah, if you have any questions or want to process through, I would love to be a person to help you do that. So with that said, we're going to close out today. And I just really thank you for being here today. I really thank you for showing up and listening to these episodes. I see you. Um, I don't actually see you, but I do see the statistics of, of people listening. I don't know who you are, where you are, but really thank you. I am at this moment in time standing in my closet <laughs> with the doors shut. I have my book and my phone propped up on a box. And maybe I'll share a picture of that so you guys can see it behind the scenes. But I really am. I'm just showing up every day because I feel like these words matter. And even if it is just affecting one person, that matters enough to me that I show up every day and make this happen. Um, So I see you. I'm thankful for you. And I pray you'll come back again soon. You guys take care. We'll talk soon.